In 2005, Bulgaria made a debut in Eurovision Song Contest. But that performance didn't make any big impression, and the country struggled hard the following years, and only reached the final once in nine years. Today, I have invited the lovely singer Poliganova, who took us by storm in 2016 and gave Bulgaria their best place up to that date. You are listening to Eurovision Legends with me, Emil Lövström. And if love was a crime, then let's at least hope that sex was kosher. To Eurovision Legends, Poliganova. Hello, very nice hearing you. How are you? Good. I'm in Bulgaria right now, uh, at home, taking care of my son mostly. But meanwhile, I am cooking some new projects. But we will talk about them a little bit later. In 1990, Bulgaria broke up with the Soviet Union and became a new democracy. And you were born in 1987 in the capital Sofia. That's right. How was it to grow up in Bulgaria under this turbulent time? Furious. <laughs> yeah? It, yeah, it, it was a furious, sometimes even a hilarious time. Pretty hard for my parents and for their generation. I was too young to understand that about their struggles and uh, about their hard times. But year by year, I started understanding what is happening and, um, and realized that This was a, a very, very tough uh, time for most of the Bulgarian people. But I think we started improving more than 10 years ago. So we caught up pretty fast. Uh, we're trying to be with the tempo of the Europe. And hopefully that will happen very soon. Are you living in Sofia right now? Yeah, I'm, this is my hometown. What is your first memory of the Eurovision? Oh, it's, uh, I think it was uh, done an international uh, winning. It was uh, very impressive. And uh, her whole story behind the song and behind the contest, even it was very uh, thrilling for me. And that was, uh, that was my first memory of the contest. And uh, I think probably that was the first time I, I started dreaming about it. Bulgaria took part in Eurovision 2005 in Kiev for the first time. And weren't you in the national pre-selection that year? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was uh, at the finals at that time with uh, my trio called Melody. So we had uh, an entry and we were on the final. We were like seventh, I think. <laughs> And then on the next year we tried again, but we were already dual. <laughs> so we were fourth back then. 
And yeah. then the next time I tried, it was in 2009 uh, as a solo artist. Yeah, exactly. And you came second. Yeah, I almost won. The song we're talking about is called One Lifetime Is Not Enough. Exactly, that ballad. Yes. I'm making a list of all that I love about you. The ways I can live without you. And it's feeling beyond the board. It's all this song. And I'm making a wish that this night could last forever. Life is a fleeting treasure. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that Beyonce heard this song by coincidence and burst out in tears. I, I believe that the story, who, what the composer told me about, he is still living in the LA and he's Bulgarian and um, working and living there for more than 20 years. He was working mostly for uh, Disney and uh, this type of uh, uh, pop music. And um, if that is real, if that really happened, can make me just be super happy. <laughs> and excited. Yeah, and it's a very beautiful song. Let's let's listen to it. Avramov with the song Illusion won in Bulgaria and boy this must be the worst live performance ever in the Eurovision history. That is possible, yeah. But how did it sound in the natural pre-selection, I wonder? The same way. Oh, my God. The same way. And um, actually, after final result, the, the audience uh, was very upset, uh, start protesting. On the next day, they made a protest in front of the Bulgarian national television, I remember. Uh, they wanted uh, the second song to be the winner. I mean, mine. And that was... The first time I had so much support behind my back. And this is the first time that people truly recognize me as, as a solo artist. So I guess he made me a favor. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and uh, this is this is the first time that my, my name started to be very uh, popular as a, as a solo artist, not like part of a group or something. Uh, the year after, in 2010, a panel in Bulgaria decided that Miro was to represent Bulgaria. But wasn't it very close that you were chosen? Yeah, I think I was uh, because they voted somehow and in internal votes or or voting or something like this and I was on the second place with some points. This is what I remember. And uh, yeah, this it, it happened <laughs> again. <laughs> Did so, you had any song ready to uh, to sing 
on that show, if so? No, to be honest, I was quite still disappointed because of the previous year and I didn't have any wish uh, in 2010. Maybe that was, you know, on purpose because we all know what happened on the next year. <laughs> Even if it, it was huge uh, surprises for me and for my team, the winning, I mean. In 2011, I did it only for the fun of making a new project, for the fun of uh, doing something nice, uh, working with a good team in Vienna and everything. And we really didn't, I really didn't expect that we we're going to win. So when that happened, I was extremely surprised. I, I'm truly honest with you right now. Yeah, I really didn't expect that. <laughs> and you won a landslide victory. Yeah, true. was composed by the Bulgarian guy Borislav Milanov, the British guy Sebastian Arman, the Austrian guy David Bronner and yourself. Yep. And wasn't it recorded just some days before the deadline to send it in? Yeah, because I, I received a proposal, the invitation from the Bulgarian National Television I, and I really had uh, less than a week to pick a team, pick up a team and then try to do something specially for for that year so i uh, i i called them and i said listen guys this and that do you want to try let's 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 give us a try so we i went there i uh, went to vienna and for four days we were working 24 7 we had so many different uh, ideas uh, so many different songs and in the end uh Nainat was born and I'm very, very proud with that song because it, uh, the, especially the lyrics, it has uh, such a powerful message for the Bulgarian people. It is a um, very positive um, direction, and um, mostly uh, till till day till today, uh, I, I'm uh, having um, a people who are still writing me messages. So thank you so much for giving uh, us strength. Uh, and courage because of that song when we are listening uh, to it every day and in a tough moments and it's helping us so much. So for me, that means that uh, the purpose of the song is is done. You don't have any uh, funny demo version of Nainat that you can play. <laughs> oh, I probably, I probably do, and the fun, but we immediately almost deleted it. There, it's it's about uh, our tries to make an English lyrics of it. Yeah, but it did. It listen, it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> it didn't work out at all. We tried. We we. We, we tried everything and even even the guys who were not Bulgarians, they said, listen, it's, it's, first of all, it doesn't sound nice and the message is completely gone. So we decided in the end just to leave it in Bulgarian and I'm very proud that we did it. In 2011, the contest was held in Düsseldorf and I was in the stylist team for Schwarzkopf. Really? Yeah, really? I was. Cool. And I know for sure that you and I never met, sadly. It was so strange that year because a lot of people which I met later, 
uh, it appeared they were on the same contest, but because the Germans made a uh, very interesting and uh, different uh, positioning and organizing everything, so it appeared that a lot of people didn't met even they were on the same event. So yeah, it was it was so different from my experience in 2016 in uh, in Sweden. So it's interesting how the different nations are are making uh, the same event on a different way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you live in Düsseldorf when when you were there? Because I lived, I believe it was one hour outside Düsseldorf. Because really? There yeah, there were no. Wow. Hotels. We were actually our hotel was next to the airport, which later helped me to catch my plane on the way back after the <laughs> the after the crazy after party we had there. What are your memories from the whole city? Did anything special happen that you in can Düsseldorf. share? With us? Yeah, that you can share with us. Ah. <sighs> Not much, as I remember. I remember that we took a trip to to yeah. Clons, and then uh, we we had a, a nice parties. Um, um, I remember that it was the Dutch party, which was on a boat. I remember that we had a very nice time in our hotel with the blue uh, guys from the UK. Yeah, we were hanging mostly together. So not much from Germany. Not much. It's uh, it wasn't so warm and nice as it was in Sweden. It it was a different atmosphere. Uh, you didn't reach the final this year and ended up in a 12th place. Were you disappointed? Yeah, unfortunately, it, it did, we had a few points separate, separate us uh, from the finals. It was a good lesson learned. I was very grateful in the end. Not I, I wasn't so disappointed. But I was very grateful because that was a, a huge experience for me. That was my, you know, my 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 first big stage outside of Bulgaria. So I remember that I gave an interview immediately that for our uh, television, and I was crying, but from happiness because the the pressure on the stage is so big, it is so high that afterwards you were like, uh, you just want to breathe. But yeah, of course, I wanted to reach the finals, but. I'm still very thankful because I learned a lot from not doing it back then. And between 2008 and 2013, Bulgaria failed to qualify every year. Uh, do you have any theories as to why? Mostly because I think we didn't have a, a good project and uh, you need a good performers on stage. Yeah. That, that is for sure. But in the end, this is a song contest, which means that the most important thing is that the song has to be very good and everything else is behind it. So I think that's the main reason. After 2013, Bulgaria took two years off from the competition. And in 2016, five years after you sang Nainat, you were chosen internally to represent Bulgaria in Stockholm. Yes. If love was a crime, then we would be criminals locked up for life. But I'll do the time. If love was a crime, then we would work miracles high above the ground. How many different songs were presented to you for this project? Mm, for me, it was very important to be part of the songwriting process. So uh, nobody presented me like, here you are, that's the song. So I wanted to be a part of the, again, I'm saying part of the whole process. So 
we had a couple of options. In the end, I decided that I'm, I, I want to call back to my old team, which I was already working with. And I, I knew uh, how the work um, is going to be. And I really believe in, uh, in the other authors, especially because that time uh, we had uh, one different uh, guy from our team. And that was uh, Joachim Persson, a Swedish songwriter and producer. A very nice professionalist. I'm very grateful that I was working with him as well. And definitely, Love Was the Crime was the best choice. They will never break us down. But. That doesn't mean that we had the uh, nicest options. One of the options, the chorus, you've heard it this year in the Maltese entry of uh, my dearest friend Destiny Chukunere. Yeah. Yes. She was the one who uh, actually won in uh, 2015 the Junior Eurovision when I was hosting. So I really, really love that talented girl. And it was a huge surprise because nobody told me. <laughs> That they actually decided that to put one of the choruses of of the other options for my entry in 2016 in her song, and that was a big surprise. Not uh, just because it it was supposed to be my song, but because I was part of the songwriters. Okay, so all of my yeah. love was a old demo that you sang before. Yeah, especially the chorus, not not the verses, but the chorus. The old name of that song was "Show Me Love." <laughs> Oh. So I'm happy for her because it appeared to be a nice song, but I was very strongly surprised to hear it and nobody to ask me, is it fine? Is it, is it okay? And of course, nobody write my name anywhere. Uh, we, we were writing the, the, the lyrics together. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that happens. And um, I strongly believe that we should be we should be um, more uh, truly honest with each other, especially when when it's about good music and good projects. I will never say no to this kind of a stuff, uh, and I will be very happy to help somebody else. So, yeah, hopefully everything was for good. Do you still have your version of? Yes, well, of can, course. Can we play a <laughs> snippet of it? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't. I don't want to uh, put an, um, a negativity on that case. I just want to celebrate Destiny, and uh, this girl uh, deserves a lot. come up with the song if love was a crime um it's interesting that you know that in the song there are bulgarian lyrics yeah uh, actually the chorus and the funny thing is that i didn't i didn't write it not, not neither did the other bulgarian guy uh it came from sebastian arman <laughs> he knows a couple of bulgarian words only a couple and appear uh, that he starts singing this for like a joke, but we really loved it, all of us, when we heard it. 
and we decided to just leave it there. And that was the um, highlight of the song, in my opinion, especially for my country. The, uh, people were so happy that in uh, mostly in a song which there is English and on the verses and stuff, there's still some Bulgarian phrases and everybody were very proud of that. And uh, on the other side, all of the, the other audiences were very curious to understand what uh, these words, uh, what, what, are, what is the meaning of that words, what these words. So it's, uh, it was very successful. Dami Lubufta in English means give me, give me love. And uh, there are no boundaries of who we are and how we can love each other. And we have to be free to express ourselves in any way. In the postcard before your performance, we could see you get a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was the edgy part of my postcard. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of fun about it and I still have it. It's on my left arm. It, it was a flower, right? It It's a uh, dangelin. Yeah. You know that 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 flower that at first is uh, yellow and then it became a little bit like uh, fluffy on the top and yes. you can blow it away. Yeah. So that it appeared that that flower first of all it was uh, in the logo of the Junior Eurovision 2015 and then the the big Eurovision decided to took it as well. Stockholm Swedish Eurovision. Yeah, 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 exactly. So for me that that wasn't a coincidence so i i decided that i that that is a sign and that i want to have it for a good memory Beautiful. and for good luck yeah can you take us back to your memories from stockholm in 2016 a very very nice time from from the beginning till the end like the second time was much more an enjoyment time you know it's i i knew already what what could happen so i wanted to have it the most of it And I was enjoying every, every single moment of the whole way from the very beginning when we announced the song, from the tour, touring everywhere in Europe and uh, in Israel as well. And, and of course, in Sweden, that great time continues, continued. So it was so lovely. The people were, were extremely nice. The Swedish team was um, phenomenal. That, that's the best team I've worked so far and uh, the staging all of the show uh come on our special guest justin timberlake it was it was phenomenal it was extraordinary i mean that is the best eurovision so far seriously not that i was there and i have a, a sentiment about it it is about the whole organization the whole event and the whole show nothing is better than uh, Eurovision in 2016 so far, seriously. And I really hope Sweden is <laughs> to win again, to watch something really, really good and on the highest level. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm most sure about it. To be uh, honest, my other favorite show is Melodien Festivalen. I'm a huge fan of it. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, every year I'm watching uh, the episodes. I am... Uh, To be honest, last year's uh, the show is much better than the Eurovision itself. I mean, oh. the staging, yeah, the staging are very impressive. Uh, the, the songs are nice. The hosting is uh, it's perfect. So uh, seriously, I'm a huge fan of it. And yeah, maybe one day if I have the chance to be part of it, I'll be very, very happy. 
Believe me, we would love to have you in it. Really? Are yes. you sure? Okay. Then let's let's cross fingers. Maybe it will happen sooner than we think. Do you have any favorite songs from Melody Festival and that you can share with us? Yeah. For instance, I very much like uh, Ace Walder. actually trying to to do something together by the way that reminds me that i need to give her a call i completely forgot about that project <laughs> she's a, she's a wonderful lady we met each other uh when it was a guest of uh, stockholm pride yeah and yeah we met back then because she was also performing there later that summer i i came again to give us a try for a melody in festival we had a couple of meetings with uh, some composers and then we tried something, but I completely forgot about that project. Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Ace Walder is definitely one of my favorite uh, performers and artists, uh, which were part of uh, Melodium Festival. And so who else? Wow. Uh, I was very, I very much liked the idea last year that what was the song that put some lyrics about the carpool karaoke of James Corden. That was genius. Ah, Nani Granval. Yeah, that was so cool. And afterwards, of course, he found it out. He put it on, on his show. And that was amazing because I am a huge, huge fan of him. Yeah. And I was, yeah, it was so funny and it was so brilliant, like an idea. So yeah, I love that. Uh, it really was genius. You, you Swedish people are so not afraid to experiment. That is brilliant. Lovely. I will mention this to Nani Granval. She will be very glad that you liked it. <laughs> oh, yeah, please do it. I really uh, like that every time on Melody and Festival, you can hear all type of songs from like sometimes even country, sometimes even something, some old school styles, uh, something completely alternative or uh, for sure pop music, some uh, well-known artists, something sometimes well-known, very good artists from different type of uh, old generations in Sweden. It's it's so it's so colorful and you can never be bored about it. That I think that is the the coolest thing about Melody and Festivalen. And hopefully we will see you in the competition next year. Yeah, I would love that too. <laughs> <laughs> we go back to Eurovision with a shaved side cut, dark purple lipstick and futuristic stage clothes. You did a very strong, memorable performance. <laughs> you mean the lightning costume? Yes. Yeah, it, it was a huge success. In the beginning, nobody believed in it because it, it came up uh, from the designer Antonia Popova. She's a Bulgarian and she actually is mostly, uh, she's doing uh, theater costumes uh, and also, um, how you call it, uh, a, a decorations as well. 
Yeah. And because I was already working with her uh, uh, with some previous uh, projects of mine, some musicals and, and some other stuff, I knew that she was very good with stage costumes. So this time I decided that I need somebody who really can make uh, something really glowing on the stage and actually it happened literally like that she had that brave brilliant idea and I was like yes why why not let's do it and seriously in the beginning nobody believed in it and there were everybody were so against it oh no this is not gonna happen this is not gonna work on the stage the lights are not gonna be visible and and cetera and cetera but we never gave up of the project and in the beginning even when the contest was over, we received a message from the technical director of the Eurovision, which was asking, uh, can we please share with him the innovation of that lightning system? Because it was so bright that it wasn't outlighted by the thousands of lights we, which were uh, on the stage. But actually, it was very, very uh, successful and very visible above of all. So... Imagine that we were innovative and uh, it's super cool that people still remember uh, that costume. Yeah, and I still love to watch this happy pill. <laughs> yeah. And the choreography, of course, my favorite um, Swedish choreographer, uh, Ambra Suchi. Yeah. Amazing choreographer. She's an amazing person as well. I was uh, fascinated by her work with... Uh, uh, Euphoria and uh, her work with Lorene, that yeah. was a, an exceptional performance. Um, one of the best in the history of the contest, in my opinion. So when the, her name was proposed uh, to me, to and I was like, of course, let's do something. And it was amazing. She's a very nice person. She came to Bulgaria. We worked together. Yeah. So hopefully we can see each other again. Cesar Samson, Austria 2018, was one of your backup singers. Who were the other ones? Uh, a Bulgarian singer. Um, yeah. He is mostly soul, R&B and hip-hop artist here. Uh, Bobo is a very, very talented guy. I'm a huge fan of him. And also uh, my girls from Latida. Uh, the ladies which we, uh, we've we been together in our vocal school since we were kids. And uh, now they're uh, continuing their career very successfully. Probably they're going to have a new album as well very soon. So a very, very good team. You came fourth with 307 points, where 127 points were from the jury and 180 from the televoters. Was this more than you expected? Oh, yeah, definitely. Poor, I, I, was, I was so happy that we reached the finals. Then afterwards, that it was like a, a huge celebration for me. I was enjoying so much my time, uh, my three minutes on the finals. <laughs> I was, you know, that's a pure a euphoria. <laughs> and I was so, I was feeling so free and uh, it's an amazing, it's an amazing feeling. Seriously. I don't know uh, even how to explain it. And I really didn't want to expect anything. I was, I wasn't there for points or for positions or whatever. I was there just to really to enjoy that time. And of course, to give the best of me. Yeah. And it appeared that that's the key to success. You know, when you're not so focused on the result and everything, but to just to be able to enjoy the, the path by itself. 
I actually saw a Swedish interview yesterday. You got a you get a question. Are you nervous? And you say no, not at all. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was what happened. It. I was. <laughs> I was really, really happy. Even when I when we had a, a little bit technical problems with my costume, I was like, never mind. We we already done it, and we we all we already reached reach finals. We, we we reached so far. It doesn't matter a couple of blinking lights or this type of stuff. Never mind. Let's just enjoy that time. Let's enjoy that amazing stage and all of the professionals which are around us. Let's come on. Let's enjoy Justin Timberlake, who's gonna perform on the same stage in a couple of minutes. Who gives a you know damn about everything else? So yeah. The bookmaker's favorite to win this year was Russia. Did you have any favorites? Oh yeah, I uh, definitely very much like uh, Amir's song, "Jesherše." Uh, yeah, it was an amazing entry. Uh, he's a very cool guy as well. We we became a very good friend. And uh, who else? A lot of cool songs. The Spanish entry of Beret was very cool. Come on and raise your water cry. You are the one who never dies. Erasing it, la 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 la. Go on, sing it, la 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 la. You keep on climbing over hills. Right now you're far away, you dream. Erasing it, la 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 la. Hey. The Israeli song was very, very nice. The ballad for her before my uh, performance, uh, made of made of stars. Yeah. Made of stars. Silver fragments falling we are made of stars. We are made of stars. Searching for that secret promise. By the way, at that time produced by my very, very good friend Alonamir. He's an amazing guy. Yeah, yeah, he was the he was the producer of the manager of the uh, Hovi. I'm so thankful. Listen, that year I made so many nice friendships. For instance, he he's the connection with me, and uh, not just that. He he's uh, one of his artists is in my uh, new album, uh, Barak Beaton. And you, you knew that I was going through. You knew that it would make me blue without you. When Friday's going head in hand, buffing on a naked sand. also introduced me to a very nice songwriter lady, Sapir. She wrote a, a, a song um, um, in my album. It's called Intuition. It's in Bulgarian lyrics. And uh, I uh, proposed it to uh, the biggest Bulgarian female um, artist uh, here, Marie Lieva. So that's on a duet. So 
it's interesting how connections which are you're making uh while you're on the contest uh, are continuously working for you afterwards it's truly amazing have you tried to compete in eurovision again since 2016 yes <laughs> <laughs> okay uh two years ago i uh i gave an entry for the pre-selection the eternal pre-selection in bulgaria and as i know uh, there was uh, a voting with uh, four injuries and as i know that song appeared to have the most points but in the end the bulgarian national television chose another entry another song song that I gave it was very powerful this is what I, I I'm gonna say and I um, I was pretty surprised that about their choice but I guess it wasn't written <laughs> to happen that year did you release the song later no I, I wasn't part of the songwriters so the songwriters never never gave me the permission to do it unfortunately and it hasn't been released with any not yet other. Okay. Not yet, but I think it's a matter of time. Probably they're going to give it to somebody else from Eurovision. <laughs> uh, what have happened in your life since 2016 besides the pink hair? <laughs> a lot of other hairstyles, <laughs> uh, which is completely normal for me. I had a, a big change in my personal life. I got pregnant two years ago. I have a baby, beautiful uh, baby boy. I have a very nice partner, an amazing father. Uh, and yeah, I have, a, I have a family since then. And of course, a lot of professional um, peaks. I was uh, judging for two seasons for The Voice of Bulgaria. Yeah. Coaching, sorry. It's called coach. It's the misunderstanding is coming from uh, the X Factor, the other show which I uh, was uh, a judge in back in uh, back then in 2011, the first edition in Bulgaria. So yeah, tried um, most of all of the uh, music shows in Bulgaria. A, a lot of things happened so far. Uh, I'm very happy that finally I'm able to release an album, uh, to release a single. Uh, how we end up? By the way, did you hear it? My last song. Yes, I've heard it's, it. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, ha I'm very proud of it um, uh, because um, this week the MTV uh, club and then they start rotating it in the, in whole Europe, Russia, and Latin America. Oh. So yeah, uh, because in Bulgaria it's pretty successful so far. It's uh, on the peaks of the um, charts. Mostly top three, even the first place, and I'm very, very extremely happy about it. It becomes the story of my life. Love crashes down, 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 down. I really thought we could survive another episode. Though the speed go far, and now you left me with a scar. Ooh, without you, without you, you.
it's amazing to see that it's working abroad because that's my biggest dream to be the first Bulgarian artist to have a breakthrough outside of my country. When will you release the album? Uh, we released it um, a little bit, yeah, a month ago. We released it a month ago. It's called Yours and in Bulgaria, Tvoya. Uh, this is under the name of uh, one of the ballads in the, in the album. A very beautiful, sensual song. Colorful <laughs> projects inside with a, a, a big international different uh, teams. I already said Israeli team, duets with my best friends from Bulgaria, Maria Elieva and Grafa, who wrote uh, uh, one more song for me in the album. We have two songs which were recorded in Austria with a different team, uh, the Bulgarian composer Svilen Angiov, uh, which is living in Austria for more than 15, 20 years. He's an amazing guy. He uh, introduced me to uh, Austrian uh, musicians. So we made two projects together called You and Mellow. Uh, uh, in the song Mellow, um, an Austrian artist is featuring. Uh, she's called Nigrita. She's an amazing lady. She, listen, she's the white Erika Badu. She's so amazing. I recommend you to hear that song, Mellow. For me, that's the masterpiece of in the album. It's my favorite. have to admit that this is my favorite song. I'm very proud of, of this project, uh, of this album, and I can't wait to share with you my next, uh, my next one. We already started preparing it. We still haven't decided if it's gonna be an EP or an album, we'll see. If you would compete in 2021, how would you like to sound? Interesting question. I would love to sound familiar, a little bit nostalgic, yeah. <laughs> but still uh, very modern. And who do you want in your team? New people, maybe. Um, maybe I would like to make an experiment. Maybe I would like to um, use the, um, and to work with the people and the team which I'm working with right now for my future projects because they're, they're very, very good professionals. Hmm. I have a good feeling about it. Great.
Great. Thank you so much for this nice talk, Polly. Thank you too. And thanks to you, our listeners out there in the world. It's an amazing feeling to reach out to such a fantastic audience. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast platform and follow Eurovision Legends on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to contact me, my email is email at lagervannerna.se and you find more information on eurovisionlegends.se. Celovka i pregrutka! <laughs> Kisses from me. Thank you very much, Emil. Uh,